questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Welcome to 2023. Tonight, we explore the intersection of astrology and everyday life. As we start the new year, many of us are wondering what the future holds. In this episode, we'll be discussing the astrological events and influences we can expect in the coming year, and how they relate to the global energies we are experiencing. We'll be examining the return of fascism and how we got here, and delving into the energies at play for the United States. Why is the U.S. being impacted as it is currently? What does Elon Musk's birth chart show about him? What are some of the key elements of Elon Musk's personality according to his astrological chart? How have the transits of recent years influenced Elon Musk's life and career? What can we expect from Elon Musk in the future? We'll also be exploring the astrological perspective on the tensions between globalism and nationalism and how it may play out in the coming year. But that's not all. The rise of artificial intelligence is a focus of discussion for this year and many more to come. We'll be discussing the astrological implications of this rapidly developing technology and how it will impact our world. And finally, we'll be exploring the ancient astrological systems and their insights into the journey of the soul. What do these systems reveal about the path of the soul? And how can we use this understanding to support our personal growth and development? Join us as we navigate the astrological energies of 2023. Stay tuned for a captivating and enlightening discussion. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy. Get a 15-day free trial of FLFE today. We also have rebounders, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Veritas and Sanitas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Welcome to the first episode of Veritas in 2023. We're thrilled to have you join us as we continue to embark on this exciting journey of exploration and discovery on Season 15. On this show, we'll be delving into the mysteries of the universe and uncovering more secrets of astrology. Our special guest today is none other than renowned astrologer Jeff Harmon, who has over 40 years of experience in the field and is well-respected for his expertise in Vedic, Nadi, Classical, and Astrolocation Astrology. Jeff is here to offer us his unique insights and predictions for the year ahead and to share with us his knowledge of the cosmic energies and influences of the planets. With Jeff's guidance, we'll be exploring how astrology can impact our lives and help us navigate the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead. So sit back, relax, and join us on this fascinating journey through the stars as we seek to understand the mysteries of the universe and the forces that shape our world. So let's get started on this amazing journey with Jeff Harmon and Veritas. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back and Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you, Mel. Me back. It's been over a decade since we last, since the first interview that we did, right? I just lost count. It's been a long time, no doubt. It's been a long time. It's our yearly ritual. We always do the show. I love it. So the first question I have, I have a ton of questions, some of our from our listeners, but I have to ask you this because I get this question all the time, not only about you, but many other people that come in this program that predict something, but something different happens. Does astrology factor in when fraud happens, when an election is stolen? Yeah, it, it does. I mean, I, I had said, you know, I, I just started a YouTube channel myself. I finally got on the bandwagon. It's Jeff Harmon, astrologer. People can look it up. Um, and I, I actually talked about the midterm elections that I really saw that there would be uh, a lot of subterfuge going on. And 
I mean, anyone, in my opinion, I know, you know, we're, we're going to be dubbed conspiracy theorists, but I don't think you can get an honest election and probably haven't been able to get an honest election for a long, long time. I mean, there's there's people I know in politics and people I talk to who verify that, too. They go, this goes all the way to the top. They have been able to manipulate machines and, you know, ballot box stuffing is one element but there's a lot of ways to influence elections i think ever since the electronic voting machines have been put in it's very easy to tip the scales and the money that's poured in and and the propaganda is is overwhelming and i can tell you the midterm elections showed that they really did i i knew everyone was predicting a red wave and i'm on record of saying i don't think we're going to see a red wave i think we're going to see a red trickle or at least not anything close to what they're expecting. And I saw a lot of manipulation going on, an awful lot. No so, doubt. You know, mind. again, that's using interrogation astrology. You have to remember there's a lot of different types of astrology. You can look at mundane. Mundane is what's in the sky. You know, what's what's happening? Like COVID was shown, 9-11 was shown, the banks crashing in 2008, 9 were shown, you know, and COVID in 2020 was really shown in the mundane astrology. Like really. It was all over the place. You know, I I, I remember talking to you for a number of years people would say what do you think of the mayan calendar and i said not a single thing i I can't come up with anything for the mayan calendar but i said watch out for 220 forward because in 2020 we had a very powerful energy that came in called the saturn pluto conjunction and you could have set your watch to when covid happened and i don't think there's ever been a time in modern times that we've seen as powerful of an energy where fascism has literally come on society since probably back, you know, World War One, Two, and, and the Great Depression. And it really showed it um, was coming in. And, and you know, yeah, it was COVID, but really what it was was global fascism coming in. And it truly, truly was. And it is. And then on the winter solstice of 2020, we had a 240-year mutation conjunction, which only happens approximately every 200 something years and that uh, is ushering in a high tech revolution we've not, we haven't seen anything yet genetic manipulation um high tech manipulation in the world and again we're going to see stuff in every front be utilized to push their fascist agenda forward and this is what we're seeing as a war between globalism and fascism is clearly, uh, I should say, globalism and nationalism, and or you could say freedom and fascism. And uh, I, t- I talk a lot about these on my YouTube channel because um, we're putting out some really good stuff. And I urge people to go there because there's a lot of information that you just can't tell all at once. And um, that's that's what's happening. And the United States right now is under one of the most powerful destructive forces I've ever seen, ever. Uh, we may have a country. We may have a country in two years um, if it's if it's not headed off. I'm going to start with so the macro, I'm going to start with the macrocosm level, and then we're going to start just digging yeah. down, digging down. Let me start with some generic questions okay. first. You know, as we're, we're just starting the, the year 2023, and many people are wondering what the rest of the year has in store. With that in mind, let's discuss some of the important astrological events we can expect for the remainder of the year. Well, yeah. First, I would start with this January. We're witnessing musical chairs in the house right now. It's chaos. Uh, We haven't seen anything this kind of kooky since the 1800s. And we could start with just what's going on in the month of January alone. We have Mercury retrograde right now. Mercury's going to remain retrograde until the 18th of January. But we also have Mars, which has been retrograde since the October stationing and going direct on the 12th of this month. So Mercury and Mars are kind of crossing over each other here uh, in terms of their directional speed. And we have a lot of powerful energy shifting right on this full moon here on the 7th. And then near the, again, latter part of the month, about the 18th, we've got Mercury going direct. And of course, Mars will have already gone direct. And as we move into spring, we're going to see a lot of intensity going on here. 
Uh, this spring, we complete a Neptune square Mars series of energies that hasn't happened since the Civil War. Um, in fact, in 1861, we know the Civil War broke out, right? And right before that, we had something known as a Neptune square Mars on the United States birth chart. That is going on again right now. And that is going to really perfect starting this spring forward. What I am kind of concerned about and very concerned about, actually, is, you know, Mel, you know more most people ever know and uh, the border is a complete farce they're they're not even beginning to tell us what's really going on not only do we have the drugs pouring through we've got terrorist groups and cells being set up in this country this summer united states has a primary directed mars conjuncting the u.s moon now plain english primary directions each year a we progress the chart forward one degree in primary directions. So these are called solar arcs, and they're they're highly predictive and very, very accurate in my, my experience. And because the United States is 246 years old, we have a primary directed Mars going over the moon. Well, what is the moon? The general populace. What is Mars? The planet of war, destruction, anger, violence. I, I really think as information comes out, Elon Musk, I, I just likened on one of my YouTube videos that Elon Musk may be likened in some ways to a modern day Thomas Paine. And you know who Thomas Paine is. He was kind of considered the father of the American Revolution because he had printed the paper Common Sense and also the American Crises, a series of articles that came out and alerted to the public of the colonies back in you know the 1776 area how dangerous they were getting shafted not only by taxes but some of the control mechanisms that were going to be put on them by the crown of england well that's not too unlike what's happening right now ever since the sliden biden administration got in which is really not him it's the owners and the the people above him doing what they're doing they are passing budgets they're shutting down the fuel on the the energy grid and the system to basically do what stalin did to begin to uh, compromise and destroy the middle class and the economy and if it gets bad enough they'll starve us out if you stop diesel fuel if you stop coal and all the other critical and vital energy uh you know sources to this country you will literally choke the economy off and that could severely hamper and drive prices even higher than they are and I, i'm talking to people in trucking companies i'm talking to people in the building trades uh and and this is not just in america this is happening all over the world our, our prices have doubled but I can tell you in other countries, I'm hearing two to four and five times the cost in fuels and foods. It's really getting bad. This is a global effort to bring in their ESGs, you know, their, uh, you know, carbon taxed uh, digital currency. That's that's what they want to do. And I hope they get stopped um, because if they don't, we're going to end up in a very high tech communistic digital world where everything is monitored, everything will be recorded, and um, that's that's where they want to take it. This is a wet dream, this new internet high-tech era that's coming, because you can literally, you know, people are fish in a barrel. Um, you know, pretty soon, every vehicle we drive will have a kill switch on it. Um, already, we can track anybody anywhere within feet of where they actually are standing, and sometimes right where they're standing with every smartphone, cell phone, and of course, all this internet stuff. You know, even on Zoom right now, we're being recorded in servers, and um, these route through China. They also route through mainframes here in the U.S. underground, and uh, they don't have a person in a cubicle listening. What they do do is they have computer programs that parse and separate and categorize everything. So. So this is, you know, we're we're entering a world here that makes enemy of the state in 1985 look like a cakewalk. Jeff, you're opening doors that I know. There's no way we can be on on mainstream media discussing these topics. But let me have to, I have to ask you this: the elite. I couldn't even say what I'm saying right now on my YouTube channel. I know, <laughs> I know, if I did. You know, that's why I love your channel, because I can I can open up a little bit. Well, let's let's watch what we say, because eventually this 
the first part of this interview goes into YouTube. And as you yeah, know, they have right. algorithms there. And this is oh, why yeah. a lot of people say, Mel, well, why did you remove 90% of your content? I had almost right. 1,500 videos there that I had to remove. And I didn't do it for nefarious reasons. The reason why I did it right. is because they were contacting me saying, hey, you shouldn't be saying this or that from a video that I uploaded in 2009, 2010. So they were giving me strikes based on something I said before. So if every day the narrative changes, Jeff, and a word that was used yesterday was acceptable, maybe tomorrow it won't. So I'm not going to take the risk of having that channel, which I only use for marketing purposes. Basically, right. all my content is in, in my platform. But I have to say, the elites really liked that slogan of stay home. You remember everybody putting, well, not everybody, but all those people who got the V, stay home, save lives. Now, it's coming back, but it's stay home, save the planet. Have you right. seen that? They're changing COVID yeah. to climate change. Right. Well, that's where it's going. The climate change is the hot button. And I got news for you. The grand solar minimum people are right. It's actually going to get colder. You know, and they're they're doing a lot of weather control. That's what the chemtrails are all about. I don't know what they're all about that, but they're certainly that's one element of them with the barium and many other components within that. They've been painting the sky. That's a multi-billion dollar program where they now got dedicated planes. If you fly into Tucson, Arizona, you could see them just north there on the on you come in as a whole camp of them and uh they they fuel up and head out and start spraying and uh, i can tell you we we are like bugs in a jar with the, these uh these things and they they are really out to control weather with directed energy weapons and um you know it's really a demonic force it's really when you come back to this when you when you start looking at communism and the way all these despotic leaders have always acted from beginning of time, it's communism. It, it truly is, and it's demonic. It uh, is a force against creation and against the divinity of humanity. And uh, that's, I think, you know, astrology, and a lot of people find this odd when I say this, but I look at astrology as the lower end of the funnel. It's not us. And it's certainly not divinity, God, and creation. It's the modulation of the blessings and the curses upon each of us and humanity and all points in between. And it really is. The, the Vedic astrology really, I think the ancient Nadi and Vedic has it right. Astrology is truly the matrix. It is the matrix of the amalgam of the angelic forces, both good and evil, and all points in between, they call them severity in the in the ancient scriptures and texts, it's, uh, known as the Shem Hemaphorish in Exodus. And that's one element of um, there's there's really the, the the lower astrological energies are are truly the influences upon souls it's not us and that's why earth might be a purification a rectification of the souls that's what i believe you mentioned again you keep opening doors i'm going to ask you uh, because i remember this airport very well pinal air parking a lot of people say mm -hmm. i see these planes but i never see them land well some of them land here and i remember back in 1997 <clears throat> when i moved to arizona I used to uh, fly, and I was flying one day with my instructor, and uh, it was really hot. And he said, you know, let's just do a, a touch and go at that airport down there. It was really hot in the summer, July. So we landed, and I said, can we stop and get something to drink? Like, no, 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 no. This is only touch and go. If we open the doors or we get out, we get shot on the spot. This is a federal government airport, Pinal Airport. And I forgot the name of the airline. You see all these planes lined up. But there was one specific plane that was... I saw some red smoke coming out of it and some people in black masks coming out of it. It's a CIA airport, and a lot yeah. of these planes land there. Years before, a U.S. Forest Service plane, 757, was caught with I don't know how many tons of cocaine in that airport. And before we start this show, I mentioned a few things that I'm not going to name on the air. But this is why Arizona is so important for the elites, to the cabal, to the to the cartels and the rest of it. But that's all I'm going to say about that. You mentioned the House of Cards, the what we see in the U.S. Congress right now. McCarthy, Trump, 
Jim Jordan. Those are names that we keep hearing. But my question to you is, why do you think Trump keeps pushing the Operation Warp Speed, the V? I'm not going to use the name because we get uh, flagged. And also, he keeps pushing one of the biggest rhinos, short of McConnell, uh, McCarthy. I don't know. It's very mysterious. Um, You know, Trump has made a lot of interesting moves that some of them are really crazy. Uh, Like, I thought even the fact that he held the January 6th thing, which they totally manufactured uh, a huge ruse out of it. But, uh, yeah, there's been a number of questionable things that are going on that he's done. So, yeah, I, I, I have to say there seems to be forces, you know, Elon Musk really interests me because, you know, Elon Musk owns one of the largest boring companies in the world, and it's the underground base borings machines. And I'm sure the military has them as well. Don't worry, they got a lot of stuff. But there's a whole secret government that's really running this place. And then that goes up the ladder to the the money handlers at the very top of the pyramid behind the Fed. And I think this is where the war is going on right now, that uh, we're, we're seeing, again, the war between globalism and fascism. And the presidents don't run this place. They, they, uh, they're put there to think we have a choice. And they certainly do rubber stamp a lot of things, but that can always be erased by the next guy. What's really going on is the people who are pushing and shoving the agendas left and right. And that's a whole cabal that is completely separate and I think really forces society in one direction or another. There's some very secret forces on this planet. I know, you know, even if you look into the Tartarian stuff, if you look into many of the stuff from Egypt and Chaldea and and these very very, you know, unusual structures and things that have happened and energy machines that are totally silenced. And it's almost like society gets wiped out and rebuilt at different points in times or sections of it. And this stuff is kept completely secret. And there's a lot going on. One of the things the astrology seems to show is the cycles as to when this happens. And we're in one right now. We've been in it ever since 2020. So uh, 2020, the next major marker period seems to be about 2028. I, I really believe the United States is, you know, with its Pluto return right now, it's either going to be uh, taken apart as we know it, or it's going to be the phoenix rising out of the ashes. I tend to lean towards a little bit more on the side, the phoenix rising out of the ashes, only because we just had a 12-year Jupiter progression start. In fact, it's starting right now as we speak in the next few days that might tip the scales um, in, in, in a background positive kind of a blessing to the United States. There's never been a greater country than this. I mean, any person of any race, creed, class, etc., has a right to be free and pursue entrepreneurialism, free speech, all, all the wonderful things in the Bill of Rights. And again, it, it, I go back to Elon Musk. I'm not trying to deify him, but what he's doing and the exposure of all this, I don't think he's doing by himself. There is maybe some constituents behind him. I actually had a, a couple of questions posed about that, and it looks like it's it's definitely possible that he has some things. If he could acquire Substack, oh, my God, the, the tables, then you'll really know the, the tables are, are switching because – you know, to expose all this stuff like that's been happened is unprecedented. The fact that this is even being exposed. And there is some things before the Supreme Court that could really surprise us here. And that may be the one thing that could potentially save this democracy from going completely into fascism, because they've certainly bought and paid for much of the politicians in the district of criminals. There's no question about that. This country has been infiltrated from every angle, not only the border and stuff they're bringing in here right now. Also look at the infrastructure on certain ships and certain, you know, district attorneys and many other strategic places um, where they're literally fanning the flames, trying to get crime going and creating dissension. And 
you know, all the woke stuff going on in the schools and the colleges and the state doing things against parents' rights. I mean, this is a, a cancer that has been funded to happen. You know, and we hear about Soros and Klaus Schwab and all the other people. But on the other hand, um, I think I think there's forces even above that. that those are the guys we hear about that really have a lot to do with these agendas. And we're clearly seeing something right now that is kind of scary for humanity. So let's hope we do get saved. I think if the United States ever went down, it would be the final pillar in in the tent holding up freedom in this world because, um, you know, you, you don't need an IQ above room temperature to read the Bill of Rights and to read the Constitution and find out real quick that this was in humanity's best interest. And I think we have to really be aware of that and and do all the, that can be done to, to save this country because the astrology shows right now it is under more dire circumstances and attack than it's ever been under since its existence. And that's saying a lot. You know, a few days ago, Jeff, before I ask you the following question, by the way, I'm getting a lot of traffic. Finally, again, people contacting us again, they stopped and I found out why all of a sudden, <clears throat> you know, emails stopped almost to a trickle. And I started looking into it. And a few weeks ago, I discovered that most of the email traffic coming to us, especially messages coming to me, were being blocked. And we were talking about censorship at the time. And it appears that whoever was doing this was sending millions of emails with our domain on it to people unrelated to our members. So this caused people wow. to report us as spam, obviously, which means that our emails coming out of our servers would be blocked by ISPs wow. and email providers. But we fixed that. And we're... You know, our, our our entire website is going through a major, fa you know, have facelift right now. But I have a multi-pronged question that someone asked about Elon Musk. And this mm. is a question that is in everybody's mind. Some people say, I don't trust him. I trust him. He could be yeah. the Antichrist. So it's a multi-pronged question. I'll repeat it if you want me to. What does Elon Musk's birth chart show about him? What are some of the key elements of Elon Musk's personality, according to his astrological chart, how have the transits, transits of recent years influenced Elon Musk's life and career, and what can we expect from Elon Musk in the future? Four-pronged question. Yeah, and, and I, again, direct to my YouTube channel, Jeff Harmon Astrologer, because I have a, a couple of videos on Elon Musk, but I'll answer that directly here now. You know, Elon Musk right now, um, he he's in a very powerful position. He I can see why he's as successful as he can. He has certain yogas in his chart, or as successful as he is. He has some very powerful. They're called Raj yogas. There's many different names, and I'm not going to sit there and name them. But I'm actually looking at his chart on the screen right now. I could put that on the screen, but I don't I don't know if it's necessary unless you want me to. But um, he is likely to. Between now and the next seven years, he they, they're going to, you know, it's interesting. He said, I, I, I'm worried about getting killed because of what I'm doing. And my sense is he truly is a very intelligent man, uh, unique. Uh, you don't need a chart to see that, but but it shows in the chart that he is. And what I, I like the most about him is I don't think he's a dishonest person. Now, anyone can be coerced and threatened. <clears throat> you know, if somebody shows up and says, hey, you do what we tell you to do, we're going to kill your kids. And that's what happens to a lot of these politicians. And they get a lot of money thrown in their face. You do what we tell you to do. You live a life of opulence. If you don't, we'll take you and destroy your life. So, so far, it looks to me like Musk, in terms of his progressions and transits, is actually, again, I think he's backbone. By, by some constituents. Exactly who? I don't know that we're ever going to know that, but it does look like he's not doing this completely alone. And, you know, $44 billion for Twitter is a lot of money. And the fact that he's dumping and bringing all this stuff out, there'd be no other purpose for it other than to expose what's going on. Now, the propaganda machines are, are right there 
counteracting everything he dumps and saying, oh, this isn't true. But there's a lot more stuff coming out, uh, particularly on the COVID issues and the blocking and the emails and the same stuff like you've been ha- have happening. That They're constantly manipulating. And as a lot of people know, what's been done with these Twitter dumps is the proof. We we knew they were lying, but now we actually know the lies are really true. And the the um the, the whole thing where where they're essentially you know, working with the government and being advised at blocking all these different people and stopping them and, and taking them off Twitter. And and this has been going on every platform. This this is the only one we know about, right? The rest we're not going to get into, you know. So, but you can pretty much assume if it's going on there, it's going on everywhere. That's why I say this new high-tech era is a wet dream for these people. It really is, these new one-world orderers. Because when everyone's on digital, online, everything is trackable, everything is traceable, your, your money, your thoughts, your your habit patterns, everything you say, everything you do, everywhere you go, it's it's a digital world. And um, I, I think the fact that Elon Musk is exposing this is quite profound. It really is. Um, I, I would say this, that he's going to go into a really screwy time this summer. They're likely to try and attack him quite vehemently. Um, it, it could happen before that, but he he hits a pretty weird time right around the end of June into July this year. We don't have an exact birth time on him, but I can tell you if this birth time's close, and it might be, um, he's going to run into that. So he does have to watch himself. But I also think, you know, he's he's uh, or at least his companies are very strategically valuable to what's going on in this world right now. Again, the whole electric car ruse is crazy because it takes more carbon footprint to make them and charge them than it does with the petrochemical industry. And I call it petrochemical because Rockefeller actually got the oil industry to be transposed to fossil fuel way back in the late 1800s. You can read about that on the internet, but it's not fossil fuel. They got it labeled that way. It's not dinosaur bones and fish shells that are making oil. Um, Some of the best scientists out there proclaim it may be an organic process. And a lot of these oil wells replenish themselves. I just don't see us getting off of petrochemicals effectively anytime real soon. And, you know, they, they, you're just not going to run this place out of windmills and solar panels. It's it's too unreliable. It's not efficient look, enough yet. No, not about all. We could do an entire show about EV, EVs. And this is why, you know, when you look at the trajectory of Elon Musk and what he owns, all these companies, the notable ones, PayPal. I mean, he started PayPal, SpaceX, Neuralink, and Tesla. Neuralink, yeah. And the, you you think of all the things that he's doing, it's almost antithetical. It's it's like opposite, because if I you know. like you know, and I know, when you look at EVs, electric vehicles, you know that the, that they're not the solution. You're changing, you're transferring pollution from one side to the other, and basically, it's just a control mechanism. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the interview, the yeah. The, what do you call it? The, the 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 government will be able to shut down your vehicle. It's already happening. It, it, they can actually take control of your vehicle. Yeah. And those of you who have uh, cars with carburetors, you may be in for a good positive surprise in the very near future. But the less electronics your car has, the better. It's all control and planned obsolescence. What do you think, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, I mean, clearly, see, AI is going to be taken over our lives. I, I can tell you that right now, more and more human jobs are, you know, Musk was talking about this, and he's right. I mean, AI, you know, back in the 80s, I had a gentleman come to work for me in my studio, and I'm so blessed to have him. He was the top, one of the top engineering scientists for the U.S. government. I think he worked for the Air Force um, in World War Two, 
He was plucked out of college. He was a genius electrician, electronics uh, design engineer. And he actually developed the original planned position radar for the bombers in going out of England and into France and all that with Germany, and uh, which later became Doppler radar, which we're all familiar with today with you know the various different types of radars. So this guy, I, I was so blessed. He came to work at the studio in a lab that we had beneath. And um, he was telling me, he said, Jeff, he said, I've been involved in very advanced studies. And, and this is AI back in the 50s. They were talking about the 50s. And he said, because he was a military, I, th I don't think he got out of the military for a long time. He was in there for like 25, 30 years. And he said, we did studies on how efficient can a human being be? He says, the maximum we've gotten is right around 60%. In other words, if you were to compare us against a machine that would do the same task, we got to go to the bathroom, we get tired, we got to rest, we got to do this, we got to do that. So human beings, in terms of proficiency, might hit 60%. It might have been higher, it might have been lower, but it was right around there. So the angst, or you could say against human workers is already there because every business owner wants more money. They want less complaints and they don't want lawsuits and they just want effectiveness. So AI is really attractive. They're even starting to put AI robots in into uh, restaurants, you know, you're not going to have the waitress anymore that sits there with the pad and pen. You're going to have a robot that's going to serve you. This is all coming in the future. And we're right around the corner. In the future, it. it's already happening. It's already happening. Yeah, it's already happening. So, you know, the, the whole thing is to dehumanize. And this is what we're seeing with the transhuman movement is get rid of humans and replace them with efficient things that make us more money. Right. So it's just like you can't even talk to a human being anymore. You talk to a website. Right. That's it. You go, go click on a website. Now, there's a lot of advantages to this kind of world, but it also is really hard for young people. It's desouling. And I always say, you know, one of the things I loved about ancient astrology, because I really don't believe astrology is us. I'm much different than most astrologers. I really believe we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I think the planet is a divine, breathing, living mechanism. And it, it is. When you look at the organics of the soils and the seas and the air, it's all the nature spirits and the hierarchies of angels creating all this. I mean, any physicist will tell you in a New York second, everything's energy. Everything is positive negative forces. And we don't even fully understand them. I mean, the proton, electron, neutron thing and neutrinos, that's old science. The, the whole connectivity of etheric energy and torsional waves and quantum physics and beyond is pretty deep stuff. But anyway, you, you cut it. It's all energies. They actually say if the upper angels in the very highest dimensions far, far above the universes and astronomy and astrology and all that ever stop chanting the complex numerological permutations of God's name that sustains all this through the hierarchies of angels, the entire Yetzeratic universes would, would vaporize in less than a nanosecond. And I believe that that's true. So there's a divinity that always exists in the face of all this demonic energy. And, you know, going into the Bible and the scriptures and many ancient texts, not just our Western Bible, but you get into stuff like the Hebrew, the the uh, uh, the the Chaldean, uh, the Egyptian, and especially the Vedic stuff. You get into the Puranas and you get into the Bhagavad Gita, the Brihat Samhita, and all the different Vedic texts they all talk about some war in heaven. Even the American Indians had a legend of the war in heaven, right? And these spirits were cast down. They're demonic forces that are actually forced to be involved in the very substance molecularly of creation itself. The Some of the ancient texts talk about um, that literally the birth and death and decay of everything is involved by the evil spirits being forced, forced to participate in this by virtue of the upper angelic forces. That's why they hate the human race. That's why I think there's been so much transformation on this planet and so much secret stuff. And I really believe the Cain and Abel story 
is very analogous to what might be going on. There are certain bloodlines that are literally interbred with some of these demonic forces. And many people talk about the reptilians and all this different stuff, the Nephilim. You know, call it what you want. It does seem to be going on. And this gets into a lot of the hideous stuff we hear about. The literal trickery and demonic forces, you know, child trafficking, sexual abuse and sacrifice, all this all this stuff people go, well, that's conspiracy theories. Is it really? No, it's not. And it seems that people in positions of power get very titillated by this stuff because it is raw power. The sad thing of it is, it really isn't. It's just a demonic attraction to worldly power. And when you look at Vedic astrology, particularly Nadi, you start seeing, wait a minute, this, forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus, this is a matrix of the souls. They actually say the guardian angels tie the spirit, psyche, and soul to the embryo at conception. And at first breath, when we exit the womb, that's when it's finally tied in permanently, um, and and that's when the life starts. So there's a divinity going on here in creation, right down to a seed in the ground for a blade of grass. And they literally say there's an angel that bends over every living thing, sustaining its etheric life force energy. And of course, allopathic medicine and science, they don't believe any of this stuff because they can't measure it, right? But it's true. I mean, when you and I exit the body, it will be because the spirits vacated it. And I don't care what they do, it's not going to sustain it. You could keep the tissue alive. You might have some machine to sustain certain elements of the body, but the spirit's gone. That life's over with. And consciousness is not localized. And this gets into a lot of stuff that they're playing with right now. Cloning, um, things like trying to take the lower consciousness in, in a human being and then reinstill it into various different vessels. They're even playing around right now with genetics to try and actually clone and regrow organisms and life itself. They're, they're playing with the very fabric of a very divine creation. And I think this is what causes destruction. And, you know, right back to the flood of Noah, you hear the same thing. You know, this, this stuff is very cryptically put in the ancient scriptures, and it's coded in ciphers. But I think that the, the you could say, forces that sustain this world, whether it's flat or round, I don't care what, what, you know, a lot of people are flat earthers these days. And I have seen some interesting things about that, uh, that, that are certainly bringing up some very good points of view. And, and the Tartarian stuff, we see these ebbs and flows throughout humanity, the Egyptians, the Chaldea, all these monoliths and strange things that no one could have built. You know, where is this coming from? Well, there are spirits and angels and forces. There was a man in Wisconsin, they actually caught him with his hands lifting rocks that would lay, weigh five or 10 tons with his arms, just, just going like this. You know, and you, you see, when we get into the medieval stuff, particularly some of the secret societies in the rabbinical texts, and this is why the rabbis kept this stuff so close to the vest, because they would get prosecuted. And that is, they call them familiar spirits. And, and when you get past the modern love, light, and clueless sun sign astrology, you start seeing every planet in this solar system has an archangel, an angel, a spirit, and an intelligence. And they seem to operate as multidimensional portal switches. And they seem to go up into the next dimensions called Briya in the Hebrew, which means above the physical world, where a lot of spiritual etheric energy seems to be coming down in and affecting each soul. So there's something very divine here going on on this planet. And the demonic forces always cause trouble. Look at the world wars. Look at the hideous. I mean, Mao might have killed up to 100 million people. They don't know. Somewhere between 50 and 100 million people. Now, that's a lot of people. And uh, Hitler was maybe good for 16 or 30 million. I think 20-something million. I don't know the exact numbers. But, but how but come it, we always talk about Hitler, and by the way, just by me <laughs> saying this, and I have absolutely nothing against any ethnic group at all, but I just yeah. want to question, why do we focus on one part of history, but we don't talk about what the Bolsheviks did and what the communists oh, yeah. in China did? Oh, yeah. Well, and this is pervasive 
throughout every culture, throughout history, we, we find you know, certain cultures were just wiped out. And it's very strange. And there's all kinds of History Channel you know, theories of why it happened. It could have been animals. It could have been weather. It could have been this. It could have been that. But it's interesting that that happens. And, you know, I, I would say clearly there seems to be collective karmas that are on different races. And this is very mysterious stuff. But I, I really believe we are all emitting something known as thought form elementals. Dr. Emoto recorded that in Messages in Water. And they come out of the third eye chakra. And I, I really believe the, the thoughts and the inner secret thoughts we hold have a lot of power. And one of the things I love about the United States is it was founded on a principle that was truly for the benefit of humanity. I mean, I don't care what they say about the Masons. I know the Catholics hate the Masons. All oh, the Masons are evil. Really? Do you design something like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and be demonic? I don't think so. Take a good, everyone should read the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I, I got a copy of it. And I was really impressed. I'm like, okay, this, this is, you know, for the betterment of humanity, for the freedom of humanity. You know, take take a drive sometime in a foreign country. I don't, you pick it. Even in Europe, they're beautiful. But there's something about America that has a soul, that has substantiability to it. It's just, you know, just something really quality about this country. Even its rundown portions, you can still see it was founded with people who cared. You know, they took pride in, in building things. And even our, our freeway systems are amazing. And what's interesting is the fabric of this country was founded on that spirit. Thomas Paine, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson and so many other people, they were really not interested in slavery. And this kind of stuff was maybe what precipitated the Civil War. And, um, you know, Thomas Thomas Paine especially was really, he was actually behind the French Revolution. Well, he was the man who instilled in the colonists the the reason that they got behind George Washington, a revolutionary war. George Washington, by all accounts, from what I can gather, and I've heard other military people say, should not have won that war. And yes, the French were very instrumental. But there was a divine kind of a blessing behind all of that, where it, it actually worked. It almost failed. And uh, we we would be in a different uh, different conversation right now if it had. And I think right now the United States is is on that same dangerous path and much more so maybe because of how sophisticated it is and how uh deeply embedded it is with forces that we don't even know about that would love to see you know this place be be uh, taken down and um i still say and again i'm not here to defend musk but by his actions and what i can see I, I don't think he's an evil man, and I no one would be exposing this kind of information. The, the problem we're, we're seeing, though, is so what? You know, that's like saying, well, mom, he stole the cookies out of the cookie jar, and mom doesn't do anything about it because it's a favorite boy. That's how Biden is right now, is he's totally protected by this by the owners at the top of the pyramid. I'm not even sure it's Biden all the time um, because uh, you take a close look. There were some very questionable things when that administration got it start started. And I saw the hands go through the microphones and the green screens. And, you know, there's, there's some pretty wild stuff here going on right now. And it, it, it logic is really being defied when you look at what they're doing and how they're doing it. And um, I think the whole Ukrainian thing, too, is exceedingly dangerous. They're they're fanning the flames. I don't see that ending anytime soon uh, from from where it looks like they'd love to get a big war going on. It's very profitable. Well, you know, like a I big think war. That one of the things that you do when you want to get rid of the population, if they think that the planet is is overpopulated, two things, you bring out a pandemic or you create a war. Those are the two most used Modalities used in history, but I, you know, and starving them, starving them out, starvation, absolutely, yeah. it happened during you, World you War II. You destroy the energy industry, you will starve us out. You know, we will not be able to pump a gallon of gas if you starve the energy out enough. I mean, 
How, how do you think the fuel gets in the tank in the ground? You got some guy driving a diesel semi to put it in there. Now, granted, Tesla's coming out now with a fleet of these new electric semis, but you know how you charge an electric semi? You, you, that takes a three-phase, 480 volt system to charge those. That's good a luck. Lot of good luck with and that. A lot of and, power. Good luck with that during the winter in the mountains, Colorado or Canada, trying to deliver goods. I well, they got heaters around them, and you know they they've done a lot of pretty good engineering on that stuff. But you're right. I mean, you let them get cool. If they go down, you're going to sit. Yep. Well, if you stay, if you're stranded on a major highway because there's an accident and you have to wait for hours, look at what happened in New York a few days ago. A woman oh, yeah. filmed herself before she died. She froze to death. But you know, Jeff, I have come to the conclusion that the reason our calendar may be incorrect is because the people responsible for it, wanted to hide the fact that creation and nature work in perfect sync. And, you know, I know your wife. I know she's studying Tartaria just like I am and looking at all the things that they are hiding from us, especially our calendar. They likely added hundreds, 700 to 1,000 years to the calendar, I think, and possibly even created fake historical figures to fill in the gaps. And this is probably done to prevent us from reaching our full potential. If our past is fake, then our present is not real because it is based on a false history and our future becomes uncertain. It would be much easier to predict the future if it were as reliable as a Swiss clock. So the Maya, the, all these, these ancient civilizations that used astrology, I think they were in touch with something else. The synchronistic ability that, that was orchestrated around them, the events that happened at, free, at, at frequent intervals, they knew that, but we don't now. Why is that? Well, I, I can tell you one thing good about using the old traditional astrology and Vedic astrology, it doesn't care about calendars. Calendars are only a place where the celestial energies are pinned to. So it doesn't matter. You know, this is why you know, when we look at the cycles all the way back to the flood of Noah, you're looking at synodic cycles of planetary celestial astronomy. Don't care about the date. You know, the, in fact, yeah, the Julian calendar, the Gregorian calendar going all, all the way back. I think the more accurate one is the Hebrew calendar, to tell you quite quite frankly, um, because that runs every 6,000 years. And I, I, I really believe that um, that one is a lot of astrologers are running around saying we're in the Aquarian age. I, I'd beg to differ, but but whatever. You know, I've I've heard a lot of theories about that. The only thing I can say is I think when the Hebrew calendar runs out, that might not be too far away from when we actually do progress sidereally into the uh, Aquarian quote unquote age. You know, I've been hearing about the Aquarian age for 60 years and I've never seen it yet. Does it seem like the Aquarian age to you, Mel? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet, not yet. But you're right about yeah, the Hebrew right. calendar. Well, yeah, that's one. You know, I think all calendars are highly suspect because it's man trying to take celestial divisions of days, which are not linear, and years, which are not linear. They're all celestial orbital cycles. So, you know, human beings have, have done everything they can to try and systematize time, space, and, and energy in, into some categorical calendar. And it doesn't work. That's why there's even a day out of time in the Mayan calendar. So, you know, the, none of them work perfect. So you, you, really, the celestial influences are the key. They really, really are. And when we look at the, I think the real era changers are the great conjunctions, which happen about every thousand years in fire trines. <clears throat> That's Jupiter and Saturn joining in very specific conditions. And again, I believe these new one world orders knew what was coming. They, they had it well planned because the whole COVID thing, which broke out in the, you could have set your watch to the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction in January of 2020. And then the fall coming into the winter solstice of 2020. 2020 was the year. It really was. It was the year so many things got put in place. Fascism was, was clearly ushered and rushed in because they knew it would happen. They knew the dissension and the craziness was there to make it happen. And um, I, I really believe that's where we're at right now. And we're dealing with this. So, but I always find 
divinity has a very strange way of always tipping the scales in the favor of humanity. Because you got to remember, you know, if it wasn't for the upper angelic forces sustaining all the universes, and I do claim universes, they claim there's 49 parallel universes and 49 subdimensions. I don't know about you, but that's way beyond my comprehension. And if that's true, and I believe it just might be, um, and, and there's hundreds of dimensions above that that are very, very complex and very divine with all these hierarchies of angelic forces. And it makes sense to me that that's why good always seems to win in the end, because it's what's it's what it's sustained by is the divinity and the demonic forces can create a lot of trouble. And they do. And they always have and they always will. And I think as long as humanity is kept in the dark about them, the, the smartest thing the spirits ever did was take the religions, not that there isn't a lot of great truths in religions, but so much of it has been lost. All the codes and the ciphers and the and the secret cryptology that is really put into these. A lot of secret societies know about it. And even in the Psalms, a lot of people don't realize the Psalms, some of them are up to 4,000 years old. Psalm 91, it's just short of 4,000 years old. And that's a guess. No one knows. I don't know. But it, there's evidence that it probably is somewhere around that. I mean, that's a long time ago. And there's cryptology in there. And when I say cryptology, if you take the original Aramaic and Hebrew and you drop it through ciphers, you will literally come up with the name of angels and forces and categories and meanings that are far different than what it says. And when you put this stuff in English or Latin, you you lose, you, you, you have its lower meaning for sure, but you lose all the codes and the secrets. And they all tie in to celestial energies and angelic forces that are very, very secret and, and much lost. And I really think a lot of that stuff went away uh, clearly as, as time moved on. And there's a lot of ancient documents that really set that stuff pretty clear. And, um, you know, look at Washington, D.C. It's an Egyptian temple. It is literally laid out in sacred geometry, the domes and the obelisks and the Capitol. George Washington, I have a mural where he's lowering the cornerstone, not him, but he's doing a Masonic ritual with his apron on at an astrological time suitable. They drop the cornerstone down at a very specific astrological time to give it energy. Let's hope he did a good job because right now it's under attack. Um but then it, it got transposed over the last probably 50 years into the District of Criminals. And it's it's not the District of Columbia anymore. But that sacred energy is still there. And I don't think there's ever been a country in modern times, even though the United States may have its flaws and its karmas and people have manipulated it, its core principles are stunning. And they really are. And that's that's what we've got to really keep in mind here. And I think people need to figure out a way to, you know, I, I don't think violence and rioting and anything, that's not going to do anything. But we just need to get to the bottom. And I think a little bit of what Elon Musk is doing, and from some of the secret forces that are working behind the scenes, we may find, even though it looks hopeless, it's going to somehow miraculously turn out better than we think. <clears throat> and that's that's what I keep getting in the astrology. What I'm about to say, Jeff, may surprise some people. But I don't discount anything anymore. When you think what you just said about Washington, D.C., and see the Egyptian, so many Egyptian architecture there, the obelisk, then you have Memphis, Tennessee. And Memphis, obviously, we're told, was the, the, the capital of ancient Egypt. And then we look right. at the Grand Canyon. And there are many places in the Grand Canyon that not even the Arizona Forest Service, the, the national parks, U.S. national parks, they're not, they don't allow anyone, not even these entities and government branches to even be there. And I have information that there were some caves there. We can do an entire show about this. So what if, what if ancient Egypt was actually here and not there? If those who wrote the script, the history, wanted to change it and say there was nobody here but the, the what we call today the original Americans, the Native Americans. But what if the architecture that we see in the East Coast was there before this so-called Columbus character came along. And in the West Coast, 
when you look at that panoramic picture of San Francisco from 1879, I believe, that, and you see, multiple, you see multiple pictures of what looked to be Russian Orthodox uh, cathedrals there. What if yeah. the Russians were in this part of the world and something happened, they wiped out the humanity or the people who were here and they reintroduced people. And I don't mean to get into the whole Tartaria thing, orphan trains, but something happened. But since we're talking about astrology here, when we look at the Egyptians once well, again, they had, hold on, yeah. let me just finish this. They, they had a 3,000, for 3,000 sure. years, they had the calendar. And it was not until the Julian calendar came along that they changed it. It used to be 13 months of 28 days. There was a moon calendar. Things were in harmony. Something happened, and you can give me a better explanation. Well, I, I don't know that I can, you know, answer anything definitively, but my theory is, at least at this point in my life, I really believe that we're dealing with a very angelic world and a constant war between divine and demonic forces. You know, back in the 80s, I was, I was really lucky. I, I was doing forensics work, and I, I got... Uh, kind of a free call and I there was I had to do an analysis there was a um, um a naval officer who was accused of killing a cab driver and I had a district attorney call me and, and that was a, it was a public defender he called me up and he said Jeff he says can you analyze and prove if tapes were stopped or started I said yeah and he said good because you're going to go in federal court and help me win this case because this poor guy naval officer was on his way home to his mother so I started doing forensics work well then after that I got a lot of work doing that doing voice print analysis and acoustical analysis and why I bring this up is because I would from time to time get the opportunity to have a little conversations with some of the law enforcement guys like sheriffs and sometimes once in a while federal agents and they told me so we know there's a lot of demonic stuff that goes on we've tracked it we know it's going on we can't do anything about it but we know it's going on and some of them were really interesting and questionable places and i've had a lot of clients over the years tell me like i would see in the vedic astrology i'll never forget there's this one person i can't mention who i said what the hell happened to you here and she just started crying. She says, you wouldn't believe it. I said, well, try me. I might. I said, the astrology shows it was hell. And she was talked and told how she was literally forced to have a child. And she was forced to, and very young, she was like 13 going up 14. And after she had the child, she was forced to be involved in a sacrificial ritual so the blood could be extracted with this very thin knife. And I said, wow. And that's not the first time I've heard stuff like this. And people go, well, okay, you know, geez, that's, you know, how can you prove that? Well, <clears throat> I know what I saw and I know what I heard and I know what I've seen and heard from other clients. And you got to go, well, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? You know. What would possess someone to have this kind of behavior? Pedophilia and all this stuff. I mean, it's just what would possess someone to even be attracted to that? It's demonic possession. I've actually worked with some really smart psychiatrists who said to me, and some of these people are way up in the prison systems and various different governmental agencies, and they say, well, Jeff, I don't want to lose my license, but I'm going to tell you, uh, we know that this, this, and this happened, and can you give us anything in the astrology? And I would look, and we'd go, oh, my God, look at, look at, look at. And, you know, it, they're just looking for ways to justify certain phenomena. And I can tell you, it goes on. And where I'm going with all this, back to Hold Tartaria, on, hold on, Jeff. To, yeah. Because what you're, you're about to say is one of those things that I want to take the gloves off, and I yeah. love doing that, but we okay, have to good. do it on segment two when we come back and we can talk and, and, and don't have to parse words or, or be yeah. very vigilant in what we say. But okay. very important, how can people learn more about your work, your consulting uh, services, and so on? Well, uh, Jeff at jeffharman.com, and that's H-A-R-M-A-N. It's the best way to go to the website. And then I really urge people to go to my YouTube channel because uh, I just started the YouTube channel. It's Jeff Harmon Astrologer. And we got a lot of great stuff on there and a lot more coming out. And we might actually have a show that's going to be coming on with a lot of guests and so on and so forth. So it's a lot of fun. So keep keep uh, checking out that. That's, that's the best way to get through. And for readings, you just go to jeffharman.com. Well, folks, don't go anywhere. We're starting the year with Jeff Harmon. I know, I know, sometimes we have to tell you the truth. Sometimes truth hurts, and you can't expect that to meditate your way out of problems. And we're facing <laughs> a lot of those this year. What we want to do is navigate so we can come out 
on the other side much better than we started. This is Mel Hasselbeck, and you are listening to Veritas. One more hour in the member section. Thank you for listening to the first part of this important Veritas interview. To listen to the rest and all of our material, proceed to the member section or join the Veritas family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Subscribe today. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focus Life Force Energy. Get a 15-day free trial of FLFE today. We also have rebounders, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Veritas and Sanitas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share the video. Click on the notification button to be alerted when new interviews are available. Now, proceed to the member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to Veritas. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know.